Forty chess. Yeah. Forty chess. Huh. Forty chess. Let's get it. Forty chess. Huh. Forty chess. Chess. This a trade show, Patreon where the trades go, tap in and watch, that's what you came for, ain't gotta say my name, they know my name, bro. What's good, man? We got McNutted in H.E.M., always start off the show with a trade from them, you should always make sure that your trade is in, Patreon, why not be a Patreon, know you wish you could spend every day with them, tap in and say what you gonna say with them, stop home and can fill up a stadium, next time you log in, make sure that you bring a friend, we about to kick off, let the day begin, go follow the socials. 40 chess FF is posted. If your trade is an F, you get roasted. Go like and subscribe for the crew. Apple, Spotify, and the YouTube. You know Cooper got the wall too. Let us give you a walkthrough. 40 chess. This is 40 chess. Good evening. If you're watching it on Friday or listening on Friday morning, good morning to you. But for those of you joining us live, it's the 40 Chess Dynasty Football Podcast. What's up, Adam? How you doing, buddy? What's going on, man? I'm ready. I'm ready for some Dynasty Degenerate stuff. Mike, you know what? If you're ready or not, um, here it comes. Last week Uh, before the Fantasy (laughs) Football Playoffs, buddy. Come on, man. It's been a grind, but it also feels like it's flew by. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> the days are slow and the years are long, is what they say, right? Man, man, oh man. And then, top it off, two major contending pieces go down on Monday Night Football. Great. Looks like we're going to be without Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk for the fantasy playoffs. So, that's well, just awesome. Can I tell you that the thing is, Mike, it was it was three. Three? You got, three. You think, you got Calvin Ridley going off with C.J. Beathard? C.J. Beathard went to Iowa. He'll be fine. One thing I just watched with Iowa is they can play and win champ- or get to championship games, but they don't do very well at scoring points. Go check out C.J. Beathard, man. That dude could sling it. The one thing C.J. Beathard can do is find a way to make Shanahan have a under 500 record for a year. Shanahan found his own way. <laughs> <clears throat> Although I do like that Mike is defending Calvin Ridley again. I love this. He'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess to find fine. Well, no Christian Kirk, so you don't have to worry about those targets. So you'll be all right. You'll be okay, Adam. You'll be fine. Oh, okay. There you have it. Now, uh, now, now, if you're relying on Zay Jones at all, you're fucked. Sorry, that's done. This is about, a, this Evan Ingram. I was actually going to say, if, if, if it's good for anybody, it's probably Ingram. It's probably good for Ingram, if anyone. It'll be fine, man. Listen. You're you're the same guy who wrote off Jamar Chase on the Start Sit Show because of Jake Browning. Yeah, and then you know here we are. <laughs> if you're good, you're good. Did, did I was I wrong? A little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> All right. I guess I guess uh, Nico had a bad game. <laughs> Terrible. Awful. Garbage. Jamar Chase though, you start him. Don't ever sit Jamar Chase ever. Oh, I'll, I'll continue to sit Jamar Chase for Nico, for sure. That's, that's disrespectful to Jamar Chase. Weekly. But, 
What are you doing? What are you doing with uh with T Law? I I guess I'm just con- are we saying that the talent of Calvin Ridley is uh Oh, Jamar Chase has. By the way, Jamar Chase did not outscore Nico, so I would be correct. But it was uh, pretty close. He's he lost. Mike, I put my balls on the line, and I was right. And you're out here telling me I'm wrong. Let's just tell the people the truth. Give them the truth. You know. I I give you credit. I mean, Tank Dell did break his leg, blocking on a goal line play, so really opened it up for Nico. There, there you have it. So (laughs) it's only by technicality. Oh, you got it. It was a good call. It was a good call. I just got to bust your balls, buddy. Well, listen, I, I want you to do that, but when I put my nuts on the line, at least, you know, I, I don't know why we said that. It was something was said that uh, that was the line we used during the start-sit show. I'm like, I put something them on the like line, that. you know? How, how are but, your nuts feeling watching that Monday night, though, when he's just <clears> like, fuck <throat> off? Well, like, I, uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, listen, you had – what, what we all were wrong on is that you should have played both of them. Um, who was the other guy in the question? I don't know. It was probably you know who it was? Jaylen it was uh, Jalen Waddle. It was Jalen Waddle. <clears throat> that was who like we should that. have been sitting. Yeah. That was the guy. That what I was going to say, though, Mike, is with Calvin Ridley, because uh, the reason I bring it up, he, I mean, he had T-Law for most of the game. I think he had three catches. Yeah. And Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk got hurt really early. Yeah. He had so, a lot of end arounds. It was more so, yeah, they got him the ball as much as they could, right? Just, I don't I don't know why they just why teams always like think the best way to get their playmakers the ball is give them end arounds to wide receivers. Well, I don't <laughs> maybe know if you draw up a pass play for downfield. And let I don't know if you had the a best. theme for today, but what, I was actually going to talk through um, a few points. I, I wanted just to go through because we do this every year, Mike. Where in the off season, especially, we talk about it and we talk about attrition, and then we hammer that point home to talk about depth right or at least having a plan of depth you don't want to over depth and line up but you want to at least have a plan and understanding of what can happen i, I want to actually go through a name because we're st- like we're, we're still not even at the fantasy football playoffs we're a week away still we still have a, a week of potential tragic things all right we don't want to speak them into existence but we want to acknowledge there's another week i want to go through and talk ass. about the fantasy football quarterbacks the in Superflex, where it's already scarce the quarterbacks that we are going right. to be probably missing or at least parts of the fantasy playoffs, if not the whole thing. And yeah. talk about how many names there are for that. A lot. Just, <laughs> they put like up I a don't... graphic on Sunday before Trevor Lawrence even got hurt, and I was like, yes. son of a bitch. That was, like a, that was almost like bad foreshadowing. Like, don't do that. We it only was. got one play in here. We already got one of them hurt. Let's just not. It was the don't... announcer's jinx, right? Sons of bitches. Uh, it's a, it was ruled an ankle sprain, they said, right? Uh, it looked high, pre- high ankle. Yeah, high ankle. Um, well, I mean, the reason I'm saying that is because people were talking, you know, is there a fracture? He would look to be very, very much in pain. Uh, yeah. He was very pissed off, screaming, hitting the ground. Like, obviously not good. So, And then he stood up, tried to take a step, and was like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sorry. That, you're right. He did that, and then he went down, and that's when he was pissed because he knew it was And then bad. Jacksonville's so janky. <laughs> Fucking Duval. Can't even put the man on a cart. What's a cart? Franchise, your franchise fucking quarterback. You got to have a security officer fucking. Listen, man, we're gonna have we're gonna go OG on this. We get two guys on you. You know, you just put your arms yeah. up and we'll walk you out. You know, you're just gonna limp your ass all the way back to the locker room because we're Jacksonville. Because we're Duval. We do. <laughs> Damn, Mike. Mike's out here in 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 bumfuck Iowa talking about you know how janky Jacksonville. Not that you're wrong. It's just it's a good observation. You um, ever been to Jacksonville? I have. Um, did I ever tell you? You know what? I got a really good Jacksonville story, Mike, uh, about their fans. So you do. 
I don't know if I ever told you this. So I'm in Cleveland. Um, this is we're bad, man. We're really bad. It's like 2016. Actually, it was 2017, Mike. It was the year that they were good. Jacksonville had the Saxonville defense, right? <clears throat> so I'm at the casino. I'm supposed to meet one of my college roommates who's just so drunk. He's I, Now I'm by myself at the casino. Like, all right, well, I can't convince the phone, nothing. So I sit down at a blackjack table playing. Only one spot in the middle. And the dude goes, uh, you guys ready to scream like a bunch of idiots? Like about 10, 20 minutes in. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I could tell they're like, you know, getting after it a little bit. They're aggressive. And they're all like, yeah, yeah, So he just starts, like, I had actually never heard the chant like this before. I didn't even know this chant existed, the Duval thing. So he goes, Duval. I'm like, I shit you not. Like, I didn't even realize I was surrounded like Jacksonville. There's 30 people all at all these tables that scream back. Du- like, loud as hell, Duval. And I'm like, bro, what the hell is going on here? They, they had a bachelor party. In Cleveland because they played them the next day. Duval bachelor parties in Cleveland, Ohio, in the middle of winter. You know, <laughs> you're you're on mute. That's because it's probably like a vacation for them, right? It, I mean, yeah. Apparently, Fuck Cleveland's a place to come. <laughs> Cleveland's an upgrade from Jacksonville. <clears throat> wild, wild man. But yeah, they they uh they're they're goofy, but they have some loyal fans. We'll say that. Except they they keep trying to take the team to London. Apparently. Yeah, why not? Let's get him hey, out that, of there. That, that, that lady on TV last night looked like she was having a good time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'll leave it at that. She looked like she was partying. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he, you hit me with one of those uh, at least once a week, if not every show. The uh, I don't even know what to say here. Damn it. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah. All right, quarterbacks that are dead. Let's talk um, about it. For this year, yeah. Okay. We thought we suffered the worst thing happen when Anthony Richardson went down early in the season. Yep. Surprise. <laughs> Just wait. <clears throat> this is, I guess this ain't even really including uh, all of Aaron Rodgers, like six seconds he played for the Jets. No, I mean, I think we go – Mike, I, I actually want to talk about that. Like, he'll be included. I think we include everyone from start to finish that's not going to play, right? He'd be a he'd be a bona fide starter for your team right now with uh, – <laughs> like, that'd be a plus warp option right there, baby. I mean, just out of uh, just out of bodies, right? You would assume. All right. So who's dead, Adam? Run through them. Let's go. I'm gonna pull up. Uh, I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up the standings, and we'll just do it by team because I think sometimes people will be surprised who they will maybe forget, right? So let's just go. With, we'll start with uh, where, where Duval is. Okay. So let's start with that division. Um, AFC. So that we got. Jack, we're down T Law. We are down. Plus. We're down A Rich, right? Down A Rich. CJ Stroud is concerned us, but is you know still playing now. He's had a couple Fine. scaries, but he's in. We're good. Yep. And I don't know what you make of Tennessee. I don't think we necessarily expected Tannehill to start. We're, we don't have Tannehill. I don't think we want Tannehill. But yeah, I don't want Tannehill. I don't know that Levis. We'll see if Levis can do anything in the fantasy football playoffs. He's had a game which gave you a lot of like excitement, and it felt very much not anything since. Right. I think you throw Tannehill in there. There's probably somebody in the offseason that was like, oh, I'm okay. At third quarterback quarterback two. Tannehill. Sure. Tana, quarterback three, I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. We're down Joe Burrow. Let's go. Let's just go from AFC South to the North. We're down Burrow. We're down Watson. There's half the division again. <laughs> Not that it's a bad thing necessarily, but we're down Pickett. QB three again. So Lamar. The division's dead. Lamar's safe. Lamar. So right now we have two divisions with a quarterback safe in each. I, I actually have wood here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Real wood. I don't have to <laughs> knock on the fake wood desk anymore. Anthony, appreciate we'll you. Keep that there. 
Okay, uh, let's get to the AFC West is is relatively unscathed for the moment, right? We have Patrick's is fine. Uh, yes. Need some weapons, but he's playing healthy, good. Russ, Herbert, and then the Raiders. Uh, just I don't think we had a quarterback there to begin with. If we just be honest, right? Correct. <laughs> so Correct. I wouldn't not, even put him in QE three conversation. Yeah, I, I don't think that's attrition. That's just not a that's not a spot you wanted. Um, that's like QB sorry, four in best ball. Sorry, Eric Aiden O'Connell. That's what he was. Um, what do you make is, are we, we're not, are we down Mac Jones? What do we consider it with Mac Jones? Yeah. Yeah. He definitely okay. would have been a QB three for a lot of people. I was high on Mac Jones coming into the season. Okay. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Take the heat for it. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. Down okay. Fuck after vision going again. So, so here, let's just, as we go through this, um, the reason I want to do this exercise and do it this way, Mike, is because it, it really highlights the insane amount of attrition we have this year, and we always have a lot of attrition. But as the year goes on, it seems to pile up. So right now, here's the healthy ones. Let me give you the healthy ones, and then we'll go through the hurt ones. Healthy, right now, you got the Dolphins, the Bills, with Tua and um, Josh Allen. You got the Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers. So you got Herbert, Mahomes, Russ. You have Lamar, and you have um, C.J. Stroud. Those are the healthy AFC quarterbacks that people are relying on. In case you weren't, like, paying attention – the list is longer in the AFC for teams that don't have a quarterback for you, right? We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, it's eight. It's it's literally half and half, right? Yeah. That's terrible. Math seems to check out that that's not good. All right, let's go to the NFC, see if it's any better. <laughs> um, Eagles, Jalen Hurts is good. Dak's good. Dimes is dead. And we have Howe. Uh, so... I think he's actually, you know, whatever you thought of Kyle, he's been good in fantasy, and he's been the starter all year pretty much. So we're good. Yeah. Like, it's solid. You made it through with him. Yeah. Uh, okay, we got Brock Purdy. Yep. Quarterback one on the week. Surprise. That's crazy. Uh, Rams are – he's Stafford's alive right now. So let's just keep let's knocking on wood. Counter blessings. G- Gino, and we got Kyler back. One, Kyler is one of the blessings, man. We got one back, Mike. Right? Finally. Like one that came back from being hurt. Um, don't take him from us, though. Oh, don't even put that in the air. Lions, we're good with with Goff. Vikings, yes. Kirk is da- is down. Jordan yes. Love has been a very nice surprise the last month or so of the season. Gotcha. Um, Fields is is good for now, right? I mean, he's yes. been banged up, but he's good. Um, yep. Falcons didn't have one to begin with. No. Like Bucks. I think I think Baker's still a fine, you know, quarterback three. Two, if you were desperate, right? Q, yeah, QB two ish. Yeah, he's found money, free yep. money. Saints. What are, what do we talk? What, what about the Saints situation? That's horrible, horrible. You were <clears> counting <throat> on Derek Carr for that QB two ish, and he's been anything but. And his backup's terrible too. So yeah, he's been bad, and and he's been banged up and bad all year, really, like for fantasy yeah. purposes, right? Yeah. And then Bryce Young has been. Uh, we we talk about not expecting a lot out of rookies, but he's been very disappointing, honestly. Um, horrible. Yes. Yeah. So, at least from the NFC perspective, Mike, it's a lot less attrition of injuries, right? We have out for the season. We just have Kirk Cousins um, and Dimes, and then we have the Derek Carr thing going on. We've had some disappointments or whatever, but the NFC at Set. least at least not as bad. Uh, we started with the AFC, which was much worse. No, but. the NFC is a bunch of jokesters where <clears throat> they, they take the ones that are relevant, and leave us the shitters that we didn't care about. That's what the NFC's been doing. That's fair. That's fair. We, I mean, <laughs> hey. yeah. Hey, we're going to keep Desmond Ritter healthy all year for you guys. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, because the other thing, too, is um, I'm, I'm looking through here. 
Like Gino has been healthy, but midish, I guess. Coming on now. Yeah, he's well. The one nice part about his fantasy playoffs is it's great for the receiver, which in theory, if they're doing well, he should do well. So yes. the the playoff run should be good for him. Stafford, uh, I don't know, been okay. I just bu- I just bought Gino last night. Did you? Tread deadline at the buzzer. Trevor Lawrence goes down. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> Good Fancy for you. Playoffs around the quarter. What was the trade? Trevor Lawrence for Geno, James Cook, and Trey McBride. And I think I had to throw a third in on my side. Say that one more time. Trevor Lawrence. And, like, I think I threw a third in. Pretty sure. And I got Geno back, James Cook, and Trey McBride. Not, that's not bad. Is it best ball? Yeah. Two tight end league, too. Damn. I mean... I think obviously people don't want to get off the T-Law, but in a situation with that much time on the clock and you get it done, I think you got back a nice haul in best ball. We have, you get Cook and McBride, it's, and, you, and you get to stay relevant in the, the right. quarterback field, most yes. importantly, right? Yeah, down to the wire, and I'm <clears> like sweating, just throwing out every offer to anybody. <laughs> Hail Mary, save me. Fuck you, trade deadlines. I hate them so much. Now is this so? Is this one of those leagues? Uh, like in sleeper, I think a lot of the leagues are basically set up with deadlines. I I play in so few of the deadlines, but it, essentially, once the game actually finishes, it goes away. Is that how Not it works? Exactly. Like when the game finishes, um, if you've ever noticed or you've been up late on like a Monday night, um, like after the game's over, it takes about an hour, hour and a half for like the league standings to update, and um, then it closes. Down. Yeah, to like divvy out wins, and that's usually when the uh, the deadline is to officially. All right, that makes more sense. Cause I, one of my, uh, but, I, but I can't give you an exact time, too, because sometime, at least for me, it's always sometime between like 11.30 and midnight my time, so 12.30 and 1 a.m. your East Coasters. I'm loving this. when it updates. Fizzle says, I love that, that I told that story, and Fizzle goes, my brother is a Jags fan. I have no idea how the F it happened, but uh, I have no clue, but I had good luck to the guy. Yeah. Um, good luck to him. That sucks. Uh, T-Law thing sucks, too, for – I think it makes the division finish a lot uh, extremely interesting. But uh, what I was going to say is, um, to the point you just made, because uh, Kevin Mullen, your buddy, right? The guy that uh, he's in the shit league My with buddy. us. He's your buddy. Listen, he's he's your buddy, all right? We're going <laughs> to... I don't even know the guy. Yes, you do. He's a shithead. Okay. Is he? Yeah, I mean, you know. I don't think I've ever seen him post in the Discord. Either. He's not very active in the Discord. I you know, Mike, he's young. He He's a young old head. Like, he's a good 10 years younger than me or something like that. Yeah. But he operates like, you know, someone 10 years older than me. He's not he's very – he's not a big – like, he's not a Discord guy. He's a – I gotcha. You know. Long story short is that uh, he was texting me, you know, hey, I got to get this deal done. It closes at the end of the game. But <laughs> they, they, they're sitting there after the game's over, and I'm like, I don't think you're even going to get this through, man. Like, I'm like, dude – I was telling them the whole time the the price he's wanting to get done is too high. They end up getting a deal done and they snuck it through well after the game was over, and it, it just caused a whole bunch of a shitstorm because the commissioner and everyone else is like, "Oh, it shouldn't even went through and all this stuff." I'm like, "Bro, you got two people that made a deal before the deadline was done by sleeper. It yeah. are we gonna y'all are gonna get technical? It's silly." Yeah, they just shut the fuck up, man. Like if it if it happens on sleeper and they let it go through, then it goes through. That, those are the rules. <clears throat> Uh, anyway, I, anyway, I digress about yeah. that. It was a side tangent. So, point with all these quarterbacks now, Mike. You just made, you just talked about a trade, so it's a good segue for if you have a week left. I know there were some deadlines last week. Um, I think actually all my deadlines are this week at the end of this week if I have any. 
I think for when you set up a new league, sometimes it defaults to 13 for whatever reason. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. All mine, it, it, it tends to be like it's the week right before the playoffs. Basically, like, all right, yeah. playoffs are settled, and now you can't trade if there is a deadline. So That's what it, I'm used to, but, you know, I'm frantically last night. Oh, yeah. I see that injury, and I'm like, oh, I think he broke something. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you go through it, and you just, like, click, and it's going, your trade deadline is this week. <laughs> like, what? Fuck. I have Here to you go. Flowosaurus is uh, is one of us. Usually, like, 1230 a.m. EST for Sleeper. I'm always up watching for it. Look at that. We got eyes ballpark. everywhere, man. We got eyes everywhere. What's that? I was in the ballpark. Yeah. But I mean, because the game, to, if you think about it, you said an hour to an hour and a half. The game tends to finish around 11 o'clock at night, you know, so that's that's about right. Ballpark, it, yeah. Yeah. Usually around there. I used to have a, uh, a dynasty league, too, where uh, it's the NFC East League. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say used to. I'm still in it. Um, and we, we used to add defensive points uh, for the week oh, on okay. top. Okay. So, like, there's four teams in each division, right? Twelve teams total. Yep. Three teams. Three teams. And then whatever that, uh, you know, if you're an Eagles fan, whatever the Eagles defense scored for the week on NFL standard scoring, you'd have to add it to the score at the end of the week, you know, like a bonus. Because you couldn't have three copies of the Eagles defense. You know what I mean, Adam? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to, like, have to stay up till like. <laughs> Late like, doing uh, that? Yeah. Yeah, and then I got to manually enter the shit. Thank God we got rid of that. It was kind of cool for a while, but you know how it is. It's yeah, it's uh, it's something new, and then too, it fades. Too uh, too much extra. Yeah, too much I'm, extra. I'm with you. Um, so so with that being said, with the quarterback situation, <clears throat> I think right now, like if if you just think about the list we gave, so eight that were you're planning on at some point during the year, right? Yeah. In the AFC, NFC, you're definitely at least two. Um, we have another week to get through, hopefully, cleanly. I mean, yeah. again, knock on wood. Yeah. <clears throat> what if you have a deadline that has not passed? Right now, I think you honestly, if you have two healthy quarterbacks that are in the, when you went in, you were thinking they were going to be at least quarterback two or better. I think yeah, I think sure. you're already in money. You're already in found money. Just to let like that's kind of one I wanted to hammer that point home. Right. If you're not in that situation. I, Mike, I tell you right now, I've been getting actually a ton of questions. Like, by and large, we get you know not I don't we don't get a ton of stuff, but this week I've the last like twenty four hours, especially forty eight hours, I've been getting a ton of questions in Discord. What do I do? And I think the reason I want to talk about this on four D is one of the themes for to just for me to even start answering the question is because you're looking at a lot of you're either going to pay up a lot of draft capital for a quarterback or you're going to get rid of a dead one, which is probably like long term a very good one, like a Trevor Lawrence, like you would trade or a Burrow or somebody. I mean, you're talking about, you know, those are all, those are pieces everybody wants in Dynasty. Draft capital and quarterbacks, right? Yep. I'm not saying you don't get rid of them. Uh, that's not my point. But but obviously, they're very valuable pieces. And the, and the question that I kind of posed back to everyone before answering their questions on the quarterbacks was this. If you take this trade, so let, let's, let's just, in theory, this is a trade where you're going to get a quarterback now, like yours trade, for example, right? You're getting a quarterback back now that helps you play and win this, this, this year. But obviously, you're not taking a healthy Geno over over T Law, or even maybe the package you could consider in best ball. But you're taking that trade because you want to get rid of T Law, who's hurt, right? And you know, next year you'd rather have T Law. So for me, it's one: if you make this trade, whatever this trade is on the table for you, do you still have a like? Do you at least have at minimum a puncher's chance in the playoffs? Yeah. 
But that, that needs to be the first question that's answered. Because if you just make this trade and you, and you answer to that's really not much, or not really, why? Why? There's no point. Yeah. Exactly. No point. So, like, sometimes we get so hung up on trying to fix this, this boat that's sunk, man. Like, don't do that. That's not the way to win in Dynasty, really. You, you know? Just, you find yourself... You, you, you just get off the of boat. Fingers. You're f- running out of fingers for all these holes. Exactly, <laughs> man. You know? The water's going to go through it too quick. Um, so... There's that, and then I think the second part is now, if you feel comfortable enough at least, you have a puncher's enough chance. Like, the second part really is, if what does that look like relative to if you keep the picks or the players? Like, if you if this puncher's chance is going to cost so much that now, in the next two years, you're going to have to, like, all of a sudden rebuild, or you're not going to be anywhere near the top, that's another thing you have to at least consider before you make the move. And then if you're going to do that, you better not be a puncher's chance. You better be in the driver's seat to win. Yeah, those are the and those are the things I think before you even discuss the trade because if you have a week left, you should be exploring all options. I'm not telling you not to. I'm not telling you to hold and sit. What I'm trying to say is, if you're exploring, you need to at least be cognizant of those two things before you just make a deal. Because I think what actually happens, Mike, a lot of times these teams that get stuck in the middle, those are the type of moves you'll make, and one of those moves can set you back tremendously in dynasty. There's a there's a lot of teams around these leagues too, Adam, that you're seeing, uh, you know, still holding on to a uh, Joe Burrow, right? He'd been injured for a few weeks. We knew he was gone. And then when I look at their team, like I almost get frustrated and angry because they have a great team. They have a good team, and we're heading towards the the playoffs, right? They're going to be the one seed. They're going to have a bye. Why are you still holding on to Joe Burrow? <laughs> like why? Why are you still doing it? Why are you depriving yourself of the opportunity to go win a championship? Now, I don't know, Adam. Like, there's so many of these teams out there, like you're talking about too, with, uh, you know, you might be the fifth or sixth seed, and you're like, shit, I just lost Trevor Lawrence. Who are my other quarterbacks? Oh, I have Jake Browning. Well, he played nice. Who's my other one? Nobody. Nobody. What's the rest of my team look like? You know? They're also kind of banged up, right? Like, I'm down this guy. I'm going to be missing Chris and Kirk, Christian Kirk now. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's teams like that that are going to be your fifth and your sixth seed, maybe even your fourth. I've seen some three seeds that are just decimated. Like, you know they're getting bounced in the first round. Like, those upsets are coming. Like, go see what they want for the quarterback if there's no trade deadline or it hasn't hit yet. Like, you got one more week, right? They might only have one healthy guy. They're going, you know what? Fuck this, man. I'll take your Joe Burrow, you take this dude, you know, and you know, give me a third or give me a second or whatever the fuck it is. Like, here you go. You go try to win the championship. I'm just going to say fuck this. I'm, I'm trying for next year because there ain't no way in hell I'm winning. You don't really know what somebody's thinking. Now, I also see on the other end of the spectrum, though, Adam, there's far too many people you're talking about with that earlier situation where every single week it's like they're they're trying to put their finger in the fucking holes right the, the bolts the boat's filling up and they're out of flex seal <laughs> like we're fucked the flex seal's not working anymore we're going down well 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 how the turntables turn like it's Zach. uh what's up zachary but yeah so um i i think mike and the reason that is at least where i would i would i would, I would, I would strongly recommend you just start with that compass because if if the answer, because the reality is, Mike, if you answer, if you go through that, if you answer, 
the question with, yeah, I, I basically all I need to do is get a patchwork quarterback in here, and I have a very good puncher's chance. Okay. Like, we already know that's a team you should definitely be making a trade with, right? Yeah. As long as you're not going to have to give up, you know, your entire farm of every type of capital you have for eternity to get that patchwork quarterback, okay. Like, you should be making a trade. Like you should, And you should strongly be exploring every nook and cranny for what that deal is going to look like for the next week if you have a, if you have a deadline. Even if you thought you were getting by fine, right? Like uh, the playoffs don't start till next week, Adam. So, so here's an example. We'll see if uh, uh, Diverk, one of the newer members of our, our Patreon, actually listens to our stuff, or if he just, he just signed up so he could just DM me over and over again and ask me a billion <laughs> I love trade that. questions. <clears throat> he he listens, Diverk, man. What's up, man? Uh, I hope if you're listening, I'm, I'm saying hopefully. <laughs> but but here's one, right? He didn't ask me about this. We're in the league together. It doesn't matter. I'm tanking, so I don't really give a shit. Right? He's competing. He's number one seed. Uh, lineup league, Adam. Median. He's 24-2. and two, Right? I've kind of been dog-walking this league for most of the most of the year. Right? Lost Daniel Jones earlier. Lost Joe Burrow. So his quarterbacks right now, he's rocking Baker Mayfield and uh, Josh Dobbs or Nick Mullen. And or. Nick Mullen. Those are his two quarterbacks. Blast from the past, Nick Mullen, man. Now, what happens here if, God forbid, you know, something happens to Baker in week 14 or 15? Now he's down to one quarterback? Yep. Maybe? Yep. One that might not even be good, right? Last we saw, Joshua Dobbs looked horrible. Uh, Nick Mullins has always been shit. (laughs) Uh, There ain't no sometimes good, sometimes maybe shit. He just shit. He's just sorry. bad. Yeah, I mean, no, you don't be sorry. You're, you're not wrong at all. Uh, Trade it, deadline in this league just passed. <clears throat> but, like, no effort. Like, even if you thought, like, okay, I've been getting by here with Dobbs and, and Baker. Like, wouldn't you want to load up or, or move Joe Burrow to get another piece, another quarterback? Even if that wasn't the central part of the deal coming back, right? You weren't trying to stay in that elite tier. Maybe you're just going to get a, a run-of-the-mill guy, like a mid-tier guy. But try to load up with another death piece, a wide receiver or running back. To me, if I'm in that position, like, the dynasty part goes out the fucking window. Like, I've already been dog walking this league. The rest of my team's good and healthy. I've been getting by with just kind of turd quarterbacks because the rest of my team's so good. I'm not chancing that, though, going into the playoffs, especially when there's a trade deadline. Like, I'm doing everything like, hey, what would this dude give me for Joe Burrow? Like, could I, could I get this good receiver and just some quarterback back to kind of build this depth? that's the kind of part like where I'm questioning it, where I, it's almost painful for me to watch. Cause it's like, all right, it's your team, man. You, you do whatever the fuck you want, but <laughs> I'm telling you if I'm in that position, I'm exploring every possible option here within these last couple of days before this trade deadline goes off. Because like I said, what happens, what happens if something bad happens to Baker? Now you're fucked. You just took what was a great team set up for a possible just championship lock. If not making the, the the finals right like you only got to win one game to get in the finals and get money guaranteed i'm not fucking that up right i'm not fucking that up for dynasty value at that point that shit goes out the window this thing's a redraft now for the next four weeks this is all i'm looking at so i just thought i'd use that as an example like that was one where i looked at and i go man i really think you should be doing it the other way got it and and just for clarity because i know you walked through the specifics so like to kind of, I guess, uh, not contextualize, you just contextualize it, but to more define the parameters, I guess I should say, on what you're, like, c- can you put it in a lens for people that 
are they're going to look at their team and maybe not give you the perfect correlation like what what would what are the defining parameters or, or essentially how do they look how do they navigate this looking at some of their teams all right well where are you at in the league right now like where did you get to at this point right so yep. say you're rostering a joe burrow trevor lawrence um those are probably the two that still hold the most dynasty value outside of if you've held on to Anthony Richardson this long. A Rich is definitely in that mix. Yep. I mean, if you still held if, if, whatever for, if you have him at this point, same, same thing. Yeah. Not so much on Watson. People just treat him like shit. So. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't trade him, but there's just the odds of you getting anything back of relevance isn't there. All right. So if you're in a good spot, right? Like the one or two seed, you know, you've been doing really well. You just happen to get hit with injury bug here lately. Yeah, you lost two of your hammer quarterbacks. Now right. you may have some depth at quarterback, but it's not. I mean, in a lineup league, think about it, Adam. Uh, not a lot of people are rostering like multiple top fifteen quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like multiple QB three and QB four are also those kind of guys. Right? Yeah, most people don't even have three. Correct. Right. Uh, you, in most roster constructions, you're moving those guys for other pieces, right? Trying to fill out the rest of your lineup because you're only counting on starting them maybe once or twice a year tops yeah. outside of you know outside of the the true lifestyle quarterback horde people you know that's yeah. it's not a typical thing yes agreed but then if you go down and you look at your rest of your roster so like a good example just going through Deverg's roster joe mixon you know starting right now at running back for him kyron williams on a heater uh aj brown hammer warp wide receiver tyreek hill hammer warp wide receiver uh it's two tight ends evan ingram Taysom hill in a two tight end league not bad. Brandon Ayuk, Keenan Allen, uh, Adam Thielen helped him early in the season. You know, we'll see if he can do anything here in these last couple of weeks. Kareem Hunt, uh, it's a deeper lineup league too. I think it might be start thirteen. Um, Zach Moss, uh, Josh Dobbs, Nick Mullins, and then bench options. Uh, so last week he was down. Saquon Barkley was sitting on his bench for the bye. Um, Cole Komet. Oh, and he also lost Nick Chubb earlier in the year, <laughs> sitting in his IR spot. So, like a good team top to bottom with plenty of depth at uh, the skill positions, and he's got old skill guys that are going off. Like, if you're kind of in that spot where the rest of your roster is looking really good, I don't understand why you're holding on to a, a dynasty asset. You know what I mean? I don't know why you, you can't flip that switch, right? I know we play in dynasty, and this is a 4D chess dynasty podcast, but I'm telling you, my my body goes to a different dimension on some of these teams that I have when we get to week 14, 15, Adam. I go, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I, I can rebuild with the best of them. And if it takes me two years to rebuild this dog shit, that's fine. But what I won't stand for is just half-assing it on my way to a championship. Like, All right, yeah, because I, um, I, I wanted you to kind of, you know, Give, give give it your 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 description and I, as I'm just sitting there listening to both of those things, the breakdown the first time and what you just said there. The the last part to me I think is I'm trying to figure out how to word this best. If I don't care what stage you are in playing the game of Dynasty, but <clears throat> one of the things typically you'll find is early on when you start really getting into Dynasty, um, as you get more um, paying attention, right? You, you start really putting a lot of focus on the long term and the youth and not that that doesn't have a, a value right <clears throat> but th this is right here first of all what you're talking about i think is where you can misconstrue and a lot of people have this idea that they're basically going to have a team that is going to compete year in and year out for all time 
Now, I'm not telling you it's you can't, but that's fine if you have that mindset. If you want to compete every year, you should. But you should not be planning that because what will happen when you do that? What you're going to end up doing is every single year finding a way to say, well, I don't want to be out of it next year. I don't want to be out of it in two years if I make this move. Like it's kind of like um, the idea of a lot of people don't put themselves out there enough to get what they want to do in life. They don't, for us in content, we, maybe we, we're so afraid of having a video flop, we don't put enough videos out there, right? We don't want them to fail. You got to put yourself, yeah. you got you to gotta really sometimes lean into the chance that you have to win right now. Because if you keep doing that every year, you know what you're going to have a chance to do? Fucking miss every window you have to win. Like, yeah. the, what's the whole idea of this game? Yes, it is long-term, but what's the whole idea? To win at some point. We want to win one championship at some point at minimum. If you Because here's the thing you can keep doing. You have this team that's very good in dynasty value. You have this team that can win every year. They're in the playoffs. It's not that. It's 50%. Half the fucking league makes the playoffs in 12 team. It's not Making the league is not like, oh, my gosh, you separated yourself. You, you can keep making the playoffs every year. How many times did you win? Or at least give yourself the best odds to win. So the reason I'm going through and talking about that it's easy to talk about this team that you have that's really good. I'll look at this team on paper. A lot of times the plans that you have this time of year have to go a little bit out the window because things go awry. It's football, man. Right. People get freaking hurt. People don't perform. Like some, We haven't had any of this yet, but some of these teams might be so bad that you might have a guy basically possibly have a chance to play that doesn't. Like There's going to be things that happen that you can't control. Year in and year out, I mean, Patrick Mahomes last year was – probably the, one of the biggest driving factors in winning the league. This year, he's probably the opposite. Like, you, just because you have Patrick Mahomes, it doesn't guarantee you that you're even going to be having the good year, Patrick Mahomes. We're playing right. right now. You should be playing right now and in smaller windows. For example, you want to play for a two, three-year window, fine. But you, you shouldn't be planning to play for, you know, oh, I got all these guys are 22. I can have these next receivers for the next seven years. I don't. That's not the way you should be playing. If you're using youth, you should be using it almost as a market value thing. It becomes a two. Like we talked about it on the trade show, especially after the, uh, especially after the Joe Burrow in, injury, we saw a lot of like Burrow for Herbert trades. You know, some of them are straight up, that kind of thing. And you know, if you're on the the receiving end as a rebuilder, like you kind of have the right to tax people. Um, but also, like, I don't know if I'm really gonna let that kind of shit slip through my fingertips too. You know what I mean? Like I, I had an interesting one where I ended up turning it down, and and more so, more so, like I just turned it down this week because. I didn't want to – it involved my 25 pick. So so the deal was, Adam, I would get – I'm a rebuilder. So I would get uh, Joe, Her, uh, Joe Burrow, and I'd give up Justin Herbert, but I would get their late 24 pick, but I'd have to give my 25 first. You know what I mean? And, like, at that point, I was like, I don't – I don't. I'm already rebuilding, man. I don't want to be pushing my 25 pick in, right? Because then I got to go get that fucking thing back at some point, right? Do I want the 24 pick more than the 25 pick? Yeah, but because it's my own, <laughs> I'm rebuilding. I don't really want to go do it. Pass. Yeah, well, at the time at the time you're making that trade, you carried all the risk. He he carried the upside in the yeah. picks, right? Yeah. He just he took yeah. the time discount and was trying to get it done. And he's the one that yeah. needed the quarterback situation. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I'm good. So he just got, <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah, see you later. But just in general, though, like, if you think about it, Adam, if it's uh, if it's kind of a same-tier deal, Right, okay. so the the Burrow Herbert thing, right? I think we can both kind of agree and project in twenty four they're going to be very similar. Like whoever you have above doesn't really matter, 
right? They're going to be very, very close, just like they were this year, just like they were the year before. So just hypothetically, if you think about it, if you're a contender, you're trying to move Joe Burrow right now, and you wanted to get a Justin Herbert, if you're on the rebuilding side, you can go, hey, give me a second, right? Give me that late first. Like, you're desperate. I'm also just not going to let it go, you know what I mean? Like, if Adam, if you went to me and you were like, yeah, I need your uh, need your late first plus. Like, I know I got you bent over a barrel. You're trying to compete here. I go, you know what, buddy? Like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm just going to stand my ground. At what point, though, on the rebuilding side do you go, all right, just make it a second. We'll call it a deal, right? I'm getting the same tier quarterback, plus I get an extra draft pick. Who gives a fuck, right? Like, I just move off of him and kind of kind of move on with my life, you know? Like, I'm getting the two-for-one. I can deal with it. I yeah. don't really need this guy anyways. Right. You know, keeps me from winning one stupid fucking game here at the end of the year and maybe messing up a draft slot or two. Yeah. I know you it's helping the points you win. are off. Yep. I know it's helping you win, but it doesn't really matter because I'm not winning, so I don't really care who wins this league. <laughs> you know, if it's not me, then the 11, 11 other people that play, I don't give a shit. It could be in the one of you. I still hate you all equally. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, so, so you're, you're basically saying, like, at what point do you just take the second? I mean, I yeah. think, I, I think uh, for me, I mean, I'm, I go, I go fifth D on this one, personally. Kind of give you. This is where, like, sometimes what I, what I, this year a little bit, I've struggled at times with one of the things I like to do. Okay, so this is where I'm going to answer my question my way. I play every league by the league dynamics, and like, I think that's a lot of what we play as. Like quarterback hoarding has nothing to do with a portfolio. I want everyone to understand right. that point. It doesn't. If you play just a portfolio mindset, what the fuck's a quarterback hoard do? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the only a quarterback only works when a quarterback hoard only works when you have your league specific. So what I do in to answer the question is Mike, I go through and I take a peek. All right. I know what you need. Now, I definitely want to benefit from this trade. That's what you are in a trade for. Anyone that makes a trade where they don't prefer the other side is an idiot. That's why you trade. You just stay with your side, right? So you want to have that. But what I what I like to do is say, okay, because I know you need this. Mike, on a rebuilder, as much as you'd like to take that second, you don't need that trade. You don't, don't need, need that it. trade, yeah. right? Don't need it. So he, if he wants to win, I know needs it. And it's not that I don't want to take the second. It's not that I don't want to get the value. But what I'm going to do now is go through and say, okay, attrition still can happen. But what am I looking at today? I'm going to go through and look at who's contending, who is not taking on Joe Burrow. All right? Narrow them out. I get a pile of teams that will take on Burrow. And then I say to myself, okay, what the fuck do they have? Oh, shit. None of them, none of them have Herbert? Oh, you, you ain't paying me no second, buddy. You can go get one of them dog shit guys. Now, if I'm if I look and I say, okay, shit, man, so this guy's got T law before the injury, right? If I know I have a market where I'm competing against somebody that might take that second, Mike, I'm gonna grab that second right now. I got you, I got you. And that's where the reason I say I struggle is when I'm playing in thirty plus leagues, doing that is is a lot harder to it's harder to grind those edges every time when you're in thirty plus leagues. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's harder to do that on a on a bigger level. So. Uh, I still do that when I can. My point is now a lot of the trades I don't get to go to that level. I do a little more on portfolio because you're playing in a lot of lot more leagues. That's that's kind of how I approach uh, Fab at this time of year, especially in superflex leagues, mm -hmm. basketball superflex leagues specifically. Mm -hmm. Like I'll do it in lineups some, but 
you know, you know, blowing your fab on fucking CJ Beathard this week in lineup league. Like I'm just being an asshole at that point. But like I will do it to cock block people. Right? Yeah, and right. And that's league specific. Correct. Right? That's, that's the same dynamic as fab. Yes, exactly. What I spend in one league will be different than what I spend in another league because I go take stock, just kind of like you're talking about with that trade, and I'll go see. Okay, uh, the guy who's the two and three seed who's right above me in the standings, both of those need quarterbacks. How much fab do they have? Well, one's got $47, the other one's got $48. How much do I have? 98 All right, I'm bidding $49 on this fucking C.J. Beathard. <laughs> like, I have no intention of starting him. Like, I'll pick him up, and I might even drop him before the game on Sunday. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, literally, just yep. right back, here you go. But it kept him out of your lineup for this week. So, it's kind of that stuff. Right, I think you. I think you hit a good point there, where you would do the same thing in a trade, like even on a rebuilder. There, like, is the second beneficial to you? Yeah, is it that beneficial? Like, I'm not, not saying you don't want you it. Not be a dick, right? Exactly, but that that's the main point. It's not. It, it's not like a such a such a piece that I'm like, holy crap, man! I just can't. I can't miss this, right? If it, if it's a first round pick, I'm probably like, damn, and you just I'm not. I'm not messing around here. You know what I mean? You're already giving me what I fucking need, right? But when it's to this point where we're kind of pushing back and forth and I know that you need the trade to happen in the next four weeks where my timeline isn't that, right? What, Mike, what do you do? All right, what am I up against? You know, yeah. where is he going to go get this? Mike, because here's the other thing too. When you do that in the leagues, sometimes, like when when you're in a le- little bit less leagues, you, you know easily who's rebuilding and who's not. But you may go through as you count this in leagues, you may see, Mike, you know, you might see there's only two other teams rebuilding. Yep. Okay. We already are talking about you don't have many places to shop at, buddy. Right? And now if I see none of them are elite quarterbacks, dude, you want the one elite quarterback that can be had. You're not paying a second for it. Right? I've also, I've encountered that too, right? Where, uh, you know, I've looked around some leagues where, like, maybe I'm trying to be the one who's moving the quarterback here, like a Joe Burrow-ish or, you know, one of these guys, Trevor Lawrence. And you look at the teams who are rebuilding, mm-hmm. and they don't fucking have anybody. Th- that's... They just don't. There's like one team that I could possibly trade with. Like It does feel like you're at the mercy of what the fuck this guy wants. <laughs> you know what's crazy, too, about that? It's funny because it goes – this is that kind of uh, full circle, Mike, back to the point I was making. Like Sometimes people are so in, – in, this, this is where the point of the, a lot of the trade questions I've been getting in DMs and the injured quarterbacks, Mike. So if there's not a lot of rebuilders in your league – and you have an injured stud quarterback, like that currency might not buy you whatever it's worth in your market. Like that's yeah. that's why I asked that first question because why if you're trading Joe Burrow, like honestly forget what if you're trading an elite asset to win now, but every the three teams that can buy you can buy from don't give you anywhere near an elite asset, and you're not guaranteed to have a puncher's chance. Why are you doing this? Like right. it, it may be, unfortunately, in that market, you just might not be able to get it done. I'm not telling you to to not maybe go now search on the contenders and see if one of them will trade you. You know, maybe one of them has three quarterbacks. It's really good. Maybe you can get something done there. I'm not telling you not to grind every edge. I'm just saying sometimes the market is the market, and it's not the the best situation to pay out the nose for some replacement level guy. Or maybe you just have to go figure out: can you buy a, a really really cheap just super flex option for one? For a couple weeks, you know, like do something different. I think we give the people a real life example there, Adam. Like we're Let's both do it. set up in the same spot, right? Let's do it. Yeah. Go go look at Rusty Tromboners. All right. I know I'm rebuilding in that league. And I'm the number one seed. Okay. Dog walking with Trevor Lawrence. 
Ooh, all right. Let me pull up wrestling performers. Oh man, this will be fun. This will be fun. We get some live dynamics in this too. All right. We we do. So here we go. So let's just discuss real quick. Not but just l- this l- is riveting listen, stuff I, here. I'm being I'm being I'm being open about it too, right? Just everything we're talking about. How you evaluate the league. Okay. I go look. I look at Adam's team and I'm like, oh shit, Jalen Hurts. All right, maybe we could get something done here. How much extra am I gonna have to pay though? Right. Mm-hmm. One. If Trevor Lawrence was healthy and, there, and I wasn't up against it, I would still be adding to Trevor Lawrence to get Jalen Hurts, right? Definitely. Significant. Like a first, at least, right? Yes, like even in first. best ball, right. First and maybe like a third or a couple thirds in a best ball league. Yeah, first get you at the ball. table, and then there's whatever the grease pieces to make everyone right. happy, right? Right. Now we're in a situation, though, I need to move them, right? Because, like I said earlier in the show, I'm doing myself a disservice being 23 and 3 against the median number 1 seed number 1 points and not moving them here before the playoffs. Yep. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so you look at Adams team, he's got Jalen Hurts. Now, to Adams point here, his dynamic of how taxing he's going to be towards me is going to depend on the rest of the league. And if you look at the rest of the league, there's a you know, you're going to have 6 7 rebuilding teams, right? <laughs> Give yes. or take. Yes. One rebuilder who's a 10th seed, he's got two Tonga Vailoa. Could that be a target for me? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, the only problem, well, yes, uh, to answer the question, it's, the problem is it's mellow. I had to get mellow in there. Irrespective of the manager. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm messing with mellow here. Uh, another a guy who's a 7th seed has got Kyler Murray. Another possible target. Yep. Um, is the 7th seed out of the playoffs or still trying to get in? It's, it's Cody. Uh, I believe he can still get in. I believe. Yeah, he is. It's a, a with the meeting only one game back, and the points are close enough. You're right. Okay. Yep. I think, but still a target. Possible. Still a target. Yep. Yeah. Still, still possibly a target. Same thing you could say for maybe the the six seed with Russell Wilson or Justin Fields. You know, those guys are probably less likely to trade though. So, you just kind of push them off. Um, yeah. We got an eleven seed, Lamar Jackson. That'd be a good target. Uh, that'd be a great target. Yeah. Uh, what about the guy in the ninth spot, Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> right, well, it's like Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, same thing. So, it's weird to see so many good quarterbacks here in the bottom shitter teams. <laughs> Correct. Well, I mean, and that that goes to the point of I, I would say, where each league market. That's why I kind of wanted right. to walk through that. It's funny because we have a live example of the opposite. Yeah, it can be the it can be any which way your league market is not subjected to anything other than the managers that run the team, right? right. Like, <laughs> and, and some of these leagues are going to look like the 12th seed where there's not a fucking person on that roster in that quarterback room. You would even right, consider. this is a guy that has, by choice or not, <laughs> has gutted every piece. Like, There's not a quarterback option. He's, cur- he's no. currently got DTR in the quarterback one spot, and that's – I don't even – is he going to start or not? Who the hell knows? I mean, so – Point is, he's gutted everything. So there, but some of your, you may have no rebuilders. Will, some ahead. of your leagues will look like that, right? Where those oh, yeah. rebuilders, like this, is the kind of QB options you have amongst the bottom bottom feeder teams, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm kind of well, screwed. That, that's where I, that's exactly why I was to that point, right? Because so you you could have. Uh, let me just read. So this this team M- MD Haven, uh, not to. This is not to put anyone out. I'm just actually I, I understand his build. I've done this. I've b- built some of my most successful teams this way. A ton of firsts in all the classes going out to 2026. Right? No quarterbacks. So it's 
willing to get uncomfortable. Like, but but the point is, if you were trying to buy from this team, there's nothing in the quarterback position that gives you anything. Like, you can't do it there. He he's a non, like he's a shop that's open that you go in. There's nothing at the store that you could even fit. You got to leave, right? Right. It's it's not. There's nothing there. So the the reason is that I bring that up is like it. You could end up having two of those. I've seen a league where you have two dog shit rebuilders. And we talk about this racing to the bottom too. They, they're they in their own race to the bottom and they've hoarded most of those assets, which now the other teams that don't have those assets, they decide to try to compete and they're just not enabled the position too. So, for example, in this league, the league we're talking about right now, you have a lot more options because teams either decided not to rebuild, they're not doing the greatest job managing or whatever, and there's four teams right now that you can say, Shoot, I, you can go to four teams right now and get Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Tua. And Tua. There we go. That was the other one I'm missing. Yeah. So you got four teams that each have a player that give you a top 12 positional quarterback back, right? So that makes you – it's not even just from a nego- – for, for you there, okay, the opposite end of it, you have not only the ability to be a little cheaper with one of the managers, right, if you're talking – like in, in a negotiation with me and – hurts now you could try to strong arm a little more because you have more more shops to yeah. go to unless all these guys are being cocks to you which that probably is more reflection on you than anyone else right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> unless that's the case yes. you you have a better chance to probably get a deal done with somebody too so like that's understanding those dynamics in your league is is crucially important this time of year yeah yeah i just thought it was interesting too because i was like what do i still got this is the difference between today in, in last night and uh last night when you're up against a trade deadline like you don't have a choice like you got to make something fucking happen so you're spam sending <clears throat> offers out just panic this is why i also really do like not having trade deadlines in dynasty i was getting to that next man oh it's so funny mike here, here here's can i tell you why this is so big in the question asking because i know a lot of these people are that are asking the questions i know there's a lineup league and it's a deadline league right mm-hmm. so i, I just want to talk to you also, if you're listening to this and you've heard about a no trade deadline, or you're wondering or thinking, like, just listen to this. If you're even if you're not a commissioner, if you're in a league, and you just, just trust me and listen to this point. So right now, when you go into it, if you have a deadline next week, Mike, it's impossible to plan for the future because no one knows what the hell's going to happen. And if you did know the future, you shouldn't be doing it in fantasy football. Go go be rich. Go go do whatever you possibly could. You know, if you had tomorrow's information, my gosh, can you imagine? If you don't, which is at everyone in real life, Mike, you can't plan for the future now. And guess what happens in the playoffs? You know, Jalen Hurts, speaking of Jalen Hurts, you, you talk about possibly buying from my Rusty from Boner's team. Right. Hard to say that and not laugh. Um, <laughs> it's a great league name. It's a great league name. <laughs> but fantastic. if you you buy that, you make that purchase today and the deadline happens, we have seen Jalen Hurts miss the fantasy fantasy championship game. Last year. Exactly. And Mike, can I tell you if, see, here's the thing. If you make that trade, right? So now you paid the first tax, let's say, or this is a hypothetical, but you added a big plus in liquidity, probably things that you had to fall back on or use and bait elsewhere for a trade. You forego that to get the healthy quarterback that can score the replaceable points, if not possibly better. But if they get hurt in the playoffs now, your only option is the waiver wire. Yeah. 
Mike, you, you could have literally been the best team all year, built an unbelievable roster, gutted through the, 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 the stuff happening with injuries to get that team as close to best form as possible going into the playoffs. Yes. And to no fault of your own, get completely screwed and have no chance to win the title. 100%. Right? 100%. That, that w- not only can that, it will happen to teams, maybe not in your league, maybe not in your league in the next three, four years, but I can tell you when you play in a lot of leagues or see a lot of people play in a lot of leagues, yeah. it I happens that happen. yes. a lot. So the there's problem some is... Things, there's, some, there's some things you can do to mitigate that just a little bit. Sure. Um, like one of those things, you know, I don't believe in handcuffing a whole lot, but if you wanted to handcuff your two quarterbacks... Right, you're two star quarterbacks, and especially if you just traded away an injured one to get another one and had to get him up a lot, get their backup, man. Yeah, I mean, I will say, unless it's like a best ball, it's only rostered 25 where you just don't have that wiggle room, mm -hmm. like get their backup just in case, just fucking in case. Now, here, let me just let me let me let me caveat because to the point you just made, the way you do this is to get the backup and lineup or in best ball. You add as much fab as it takes to make sure you have them, essentially. And and if they're a rebuilder, they're almost, they should be. I, I don't know why people get fucking stingy with their fab. They're just being dicks. But, like, Adam, you come to me on a rebuilding team and you're like, listen, we're going to make this deal. You know, I'm going to give you Trevor Lawrence. You're going to give me this. I'm going to give you this plus. By the way, can I get the rest of your fab? <laughs> Here you go. Just fucking take it. I ain't using it. I don't give a shit. But some people are dicks and, like, they're stingy about it or whatever. But Yeah, I mean, and you don't have to always. It. Yeah, you, ask exactly. For ask for it in the trades you're making this week. Get that done. Like, get, get – Mike, here's the thing. On the flip side of this, right? So, you're talking about how you – do I get – do I take a second or not in this negotiation you were talking about earlier? Yeah. And, and if it's a best ball league, and I would probably end up giving you that later first and tell you, hey – Give me a hundred bucks out of your three hundred dollar pot, or two fifty left, whatever you got, right? Like, even if you can't get someone's whole carte blanche every dollar they have, right. every trade you make, get some of that thrown in because, right? You know, every single dollar adds up. And the the point in, in making sure that you own the backup is to um, essentially have enough money to where you're ahead of you're ahead of the curve of everyone else in your league enough to where you can control what you need to make sure they're on your roster. It's basically like actually it's kind of like mathematically controlling um, and operating yes. the the fab uh, the waiver wire market. Now, here's the thing though, Mike, to your point that helps mitigate the risk, but just cuz you grab the backup quarterback for any one of these teams doesn't mean that <laughs> you're going to have a replacement for a Dak Prescott type score, right? Like Yeah. Like that 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 is a good backup plan. But my point is also that in the scenario where you have a t- trade deadline on, you could do those things. And I'm not saying you shouldn't, but you're also subject to the variance those times in those three weeks that you have no um, out. It is the waiver wire or bust or what you've made on your team beforehand, right? Right. Like that's all your options are. And this the, the pushback I give that, it, you've made the league what it is. Everybody operates by the same rules. It's fine. Yeah. Right, so everyone has yep. to deal with the same thing. But if we're playing in dynasty leagues, where for, understand this is one of the things, and one of the reasons I love dynasty, you can trade all the time. Like you literally can trade every single day. But we're shutting it off for three weeks, 
when it's the most important forever deciding who wins. It's the only time we decide who wins this league and we turn it off then. Think about, think about the logic in this. We have a, a full calendar year where we trade anytime. We trade before we have any information on where guys are going to go land in the draft. Yes. The hundreds of trades sometimes in leagues. Mike, we, we have a three-week window where we say you can't trade. End of December. And it, no and, and it just so happens to fall when we're going to decide who gets the money in this league every year. The reality of it is, I think, in the deadline, I, 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 I say this on two things. If we have a deadline, you're, you're kind of, in my opinion, saying, I don't trust people to make the right moves to possibly skew things in the fantasy championship to win, to win the league, right? Right. You don't want to open that Pandora's box. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a counterpoint, and I'm going to also talk about it from the commissioner's line. So if you have, if you feel that way, like if you really truly believe that, you, I don't think you should be playing in this league, man. Like, if you think every one of your league mates is going to be out here doing something so scurvy, why are you in this league to begin with? If you are that distrustful of the entire league to make something that ridiculous during the time that it means the most, I don't want to be in that league. I don't want to be playing with these dudes if I'm that distrustful of them. Right. And honestly, Mike, the same thing goes for the commissioner. If you're ever feeling like – if you are ever feeling like, I don't know that the commissioner would make the right decision in, in, in certain calls when it's not black and white, like last year, we didn't have, during the championship game, we didn't have an actual decided game. We had a whole game that was huge with players in it. Didn't finish. Rare. In those moments, if you are not trusting of how they're going to handle that or if you don't trust how they're going to run things, you shouldn't be in the league. Like I, I, That's my personal opinion on the matter. 100%. There's some really shitty commissioners out there that should never be in charge of leagues. Period. Uh, you can definitely tell they're always biased to themselves and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, if you get that feeling where it's like, listen, I don't trust anybody else in this league, that's not fair. Like we saw the one with a slim nose friend who joined the Patreon. So hopefully he's listening at some point, right? Like that thing going on, right? The Kyron Williams trade being disallowed because (laughs) what, guess what? That guy was playing against the potential Kyron, you know, manager who just made the trade. Even though Sleeper allowed it, like it was well within the rules. Like that's the way shit goes. He didn't have anything against it until uh, it was you playing uh, against him. So glad we got that one sorted out and put him on the internet on blast. But to the to the no trade deadline thing, it's my preferred way. I get it though. Like there's some leagues I join. I'm still in them. They have trade deadlines. You know, there's some leagues I commish. Um, like the the early leagues I commission where people complained about no trade deadline, so the league voted for one. Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm not telling you you can't play in a league like that. I I'm playing right. some leagues with deadlines. I'm not. Right. I'm not going to you know bitch and cry and say we can't have it this way. I I'm going to play in some, but I, that's not my preferred method exactly. So I, at least I made it easy and like I learned from it. And it's the same way people complained and cried about the uh, the NFL draft or the rookie draft before the NFL draft. You know, Adam. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but every time I put a fucking shit league up, like it's right there in the <laughs> the fucking print. <laughs> like we're we're doing the fucking draft before the NFL draft. You don't like it? Don't play this league. I don't give a shit before you even join. It's just how it is. So same kind of thing. Like uh, any leagues that I start now, it's just a given. There's no trade deadline. It's not up for discussion. It's not up for debate. Right? Like I tell my my seven year old. <laughs> We're not arguing this. This ain't a democracy. <laughs> but, yeah. But uh, 
there's some things that I really like about no trade deadlines. And what? This is, yeah, that's what this I was going to get to, too. Yep. This is great to the point about these quarterback injuries. And we're just talking about this league right now. That rusty tromboners. I just had to say that again. Adam, like, I have By the way, T-Rock, I think you might. Well, one thing I did notice is this statement he makes down here. Um, it doesn't actually use the word friend. But, T-Rock, I think you need to start getting yourself some real friends. Because if 90% of the guys in your leagues yeah. are going to leave you with orphans, like, that's not the right person either, buddy. Right. You know? So, like, that rusty tromboners like we were talking about with the quarterback dilemma that I'm in, right? Down Trevor Lawrence. Adam, I have options with other people. We went over that that I could trade with. But here's the thing about no trade deadline that I really like, okay? This is the beauty of it. I'm the number one seed. So week 14 doesn't matter. You you Week, well, f- week 15 doesn't matter to me. Yeah, you got, you got two extra weeks to decide. What's going to happen in week 14? We talked about the sixth and seventh seed. One of those guys is going to find out that they're done for the year, right? And find out I didn't make the playoffs. But <laughs> even further, what's going to happen before your game starts as a bye? Two more teams are rebuilding, or should be. Week 15, right? Week 15. The two teams who are in, you know, the three and four and the five and the six. Two of those are going home. Two of those teams may have a quarterback that I could potentially go get. They go, fuck, Mike's adding this plus to Trevor Lawrence? Hey, yeah, go ahead, take this Kyler Murray or whatever the fuck the thing is, right? Like, here we go. I'm not competing. Give me another asset. <laughs> like, I don't fucking need this guy right now. So that's the kind of beauty of uh, no trade deadlines that I really like. But it's also it's not even if you're like buying some of the best like rebuilder trades like that kick started a rebuild, like fully loaded this team up for future years, Adam, have been because I sell off in the semifinals, in the finals, right? When but, people are going, fuck, I'm here, man. I got a real shot to load this baby up and try to win a championship. Perfect. You know, that 24, that 25, that 26 first, you don't need that shit, man. You're trying to do everything you can to win a championship. Just fucking send them all over for Kyron Williams. Go ahead, buddy. Well, so so he can I tell you, though, Mike, it's funny the wording that you used. I mean, I'm I, say whatever you want about me. I, I Wording is such a big thing, and – doing this you start realizing how much you say or don't say and when you, if you go back and listen to yourself as much as it sounds like you're talking underwater you're like oh man i didn't get out i didn't word that the right way right mm. mike beauty is in the eye of the beholder you talked about beauty can i tell you the reality is i love it too but i think that right there is actually one of the things that makes people not want to do it is it you know what happens mike people want to get comfortable they want to have, hey, my team is good. No, he got he had a quarterback injury. I don't want to see him go get another quarterback. I don't want to. They don't want. They don't want to see you right before the championship game have ten teams to go buy from. Right. They 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 like the idea of now nah, you got you got screwed. It, people people are very um, stuck in their ways on a lot of stuff, and they don't want to. See, they, you know what they don't want to have to do is go every single week in the playoffs figure out how to grind the edges and make their team better throughout the playoffs. They want the playoffs to be the playoffs. I get you. You know, and I think that's that's actually one of the things, though, that makes having both leagues fun. Because you know how you know that? You know how you know that you prefer that way? You play in both. And you figure out which one you like doing better. You play in both. And you guess what happens? You see, oh, my gosh, man. Dude, I won that week. I squeaked by. But, damn, man, I, I lost two running backs, a receiver, and a quarterback. All right, I just beat you. 
Sorry. Let's get over it. What can you give me now? What can we trade? All right, I'm out. Let's talk. Why not? Why? Why? Why is that a bad thing? Why? Yeah. His team. His team lost. Why can't we add more assets to it? Why can't we have every single week? Again, Mike, we trade every week in Dynasty. Every day in Dynasty if we want to. Yes. Now all of a sudden we can't? I don't understand it, frankly. I don't. Yeah. Other than I'll people trade. are playing scared. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm no trade deadline through and through, but I get it. Like, if you got one, cool. That's the way you like to play. I'm just saying don't do yourself a disservice and be scared to not play in one. What I would but say is, is at least do playing this. Playing one with dudes would, you trust, right? I would say this. Mike, this is a, you trust. Talk, talking through both sides of it, and let me ask you your opinion, too, if, if you agree with this or if you have a different take. I think at minimum, let's, let's say you hear all that and you're kind of like, I don't know. Go out there and at least play in one league with a no trade deadline. Go play in one. Like, don't, even, don't even change anything with the other leagues. Don't, don't a- advocate for anything if you're not really biggybacking of how you hear this. Go play one new league this year that's a no-trade deadline. See how it goes. See how the dynamics are. See how people navigate it. Make the decision for yourself. I think you'll be surprised. At one, even when the the trade deadline's off, Mike, it's not like all the time. It's not like every single week there's these monumental trades happening. Right? But there are some times where there's there's a few nice deals that happen. And you know what one of the best parts about the, the playoff trading is? Teams that get, they can get stuck in the middle, right? So, Mike, if you're the sixth seed, you lose in the playoffs. Now, now guess what you have? You've got, you've got old assets. Do you know what the hardest thing to do is move old assets for the next six-month window, maybe eight-month window? Right. You know what the best thing you can do right now is? Move them to teams right now that want them in the playoffs. Yes. you got two-week window where they're actually worth the shit. Like, you, you go in, like you go in with Cortland Sutton. People that have a rebuilder, Corlett Sutton, they can't move them right now anyway. Mike, you go to the offseason, you're screwed. You might be able to move them in, in the playoffs because someone needs a body. So I, I advocate for it. But I would say at least at least go at a, a league, one league this offseason, and, and try it for yourself. Compare. Man, I look back at some of this stuff, right? Some of these deals I had to go down. <laughs> like uh, T-Rock is in a league. Right, he just put in the chat too about how he used to be very against the no trade deadline. December twentieth of last year in the league, right? I sent in uh, T Law, Jonathan Taylor, Jalen Hurts, a twenty five first, twenty five second, a bunch of thirds and fourths and fifths, like everything you could squeeze it under the sun, right? So I'm like, shit, Hurts is down. Need a fucking quarterback. I don't was uh. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor was playing then. I assume that he might have been out that week too. I don't remember what happened last what, year about that time. Um, I'm trying to remember. Actually, I'll pull it up. You keep talking. He had a fucking terrible year anyways last year, right? Like it wasn't very good. It, well, it, it also, everything's relative to cost. Like Taylor, remember that was, he was coming off this ridiculous year and he was totally right. let down. Now, you look at the trade. I got Chris Moore, Dalton Schultz, right? Back with the Cowboys. Uh, Joe Burrow. Was a quarterback I got back. KJ Osborne, Brock Purdy, right? And before you guys go flipping shit about Brock Purdy, this is December twentieth of last year. Brock Purdy, right? This is uh, uh, is he the dude? I think he might have had what two, maybe three starts under his belt by that point. I don't remember. It wasn't very much. Yeah, and he Amon was. St. Brown. Thank God I got Amon Ra back in that deal. Ooh. 
I mean, well, Amon Rob was pro- was a huge part of that deal. I mean, he's right. incredibly valuable. Uh, I made a trade uh, last year during the playoffs on December 29th, so a week later, Adam. Same league. Definitely trying to win the championship. I sent away Derrick Henry for Ezekiel Elliott and Michael Gallup. <laughs> I remember that trade. I very, very, very well remember that trade. what you got to do, right? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember the league name. What league name was that? Shit, too. Okay. All right. That's what I, I – I couldn't remember if it was, one, it was two or one. And here you go, Adam. Like, these guys all sound gross as shit right now. Mm-hmm. But – Back then, think about it, where we were at. I made a trade with you, same day. I sent you Ryan Tannehill, Zach Ertz, Allen Robinson, Marcus Mariota. And I got back Curtis Samuel and Gerald Everett. (laughs) Just give me dudes who are alive for the fantasy championship. That's all I need. Yeah, I think that's – and that's where – because the reality is, and when you turn the trade deadline off, you – I think where people get scared is that there is more of a the certainty becomes week to week, right? Every right. week you're trying to win the next week to win the money, and I think for pe- most people, like they're gonna look, listen to a trade like that and be like, "Man, you burned a lot of cash," right? Yes. That's that's what will end up happening is like to get your team to the point of winning, you may have to make a couple moves. That I mean, I'm not gonna act like that was some. I didn't. It's not like I got some home run deal back, but you know, you you. For what you returned, it was like you, you just sent four pieces for two. And you're, the reality is, though, those two were playing. And those two were going to give you bodies that you needed. That's what ends up happening. Just dudes. Yeah, just dudes. It, it now, granted, those are for those listening to, these are best ball leagues. So if, if, you're, if you only play yes. in lineup, understand like that, yeah. that concept is not going to apply in lineup leagues. That's a best ball trade. I look at uh, some deals that went around that time. Uh, uh, it looks like Brooklyn JK might have been the other guy trying to compete. Right. There's so a, got, uh, I'm pulling up two that I can that come to mind big time for me. Go ahead. Hey, you got uh, Greg Dortch in a fourth for 25 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, this other one he sent away, uh, Damian Pierce, who was on a heater, right? Heater. Yeah. Damian Pierce, Pierre Strong. Got back Brian Robinson, who we you know, shit on all the time, and Rashid Shaheed, which last year I think maybe he had like two games worth of shit, but he was healthy <laughs> and he was playing. Yep. So I'm assuming Pierce might have been missing uh, around the end of December there too, like missing a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did one right before that. He uh, he got Jarek McKinnon. Look at that guy. League winner right there, Jeff Wilson. He sent away Jameis Winston in a third. <laughs> So these are all like no trade deadline, like, fuck, I just need people in the playoffs. <laughs> yep. Like sometimes you can just hammer these guys too, right? Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. telling you, you start seeing red. Like the closer you get to it, you go, fuck it. And I'm telling you right now for for the uh, the lineup leagues, the best ball leagues, the ones that have trade deadlines where these quarterbacks back to circle all the way back to the first point, if you're not at least exploring moving them, like I don't know why. I don't know why it'd be so much different for you, you know. <laughs> you, you get to you get to week 16 and you find out that Baker Mayfield's not playing and you go, fuck. I just threw away a great team that had Keenan Allen, maybe. Keenan Allen's last great year of being a warp difference maker. I threw away maybe okay. a one-year Kyron for, yep. for nothing because, you know, I wanted to be successful in 2024, you know, well, but 2025. He, 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 I actually have the uh, the answer for that question. Okay, so again, 
like we t- I talked about earlier, like beauties in the eye of the holder. So like when we, we play in a ton of leagues and there's a lot of reasons we play in our leagues, but at the end of the day, we, we love a lot. You and I are, are, and everyone that probably listens to the show religiously are a little different, right? We, we care about dynasty and fantasy football to a level that is rare in a rare crowd, right? Like yeah. we're at the high end of it. So understand if you talk about people that play the game of dynasty and then you polled how many play in a portfolio, which is like at least five leagues or more, you're going to cut out a pretty big, big size of the crowd, right? Mike, here's the thing. Somebody that plays in two leagues, they may not they may not even care about anything other than having Joe Burrow. Much as they want to win, that fifty buck league, Mike, it's a fifty dollar league for them. They play in two leagues. Right. They ain't fucking moving Joe Burrow. They love Joe Burrow. It's the difference is why are they playing the game? And I think that it's funny, uh, I remember in Scott's podcast right before the season started, because he was talking about what the game looks like in the future and you know, uh, how much the tools are going to change and like, what does it become? And is like AI just run dynasty and fantasy. The answer is going to always be no, because the human elements there. And the reason that most people play, even us, like this is not something we do. The amount of time we put into this for the money we make. Come on, bro. If we win our leagues insane, it's not, we want to win leagues because we want to win leagues. We want to grind. We do want the money. Uh, Don't get me wrong, but we play in it because we care and we want to win. That's, our nature. Some people play in dynasty. Don't act. they want to win, but not enough to give up Joe Burrow. Like there's levels to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If that's you, <laughs> if that's you, if you can listen to this though and say, I don't care about winning that much. Fine. Just understand that that's going to give you a harder chance to win every year you play. Cause stuff is like, that's going to happen. So uh, I was looking at some other leagues too, that I remember making those trades. The shit, yeah. you know, I, the only reason I beat you is cause I made that trade and shit auction redux. What did you? I didn't I'm, it was a, it's the three quarterback league. I'm actually I'll pull it up right now. Um, I've just found one where I sent away Lamar Jackson and every fourth and fifth I possibly had for Trevor wait, Lawrence. <laughs> nice that just oh, all that, of them. See that's how many fourths and fifths you want? All of them. Please. See if you want a reason. If you want a reason that people like don't like the deadline, I was like, you couldn't get any. They you didn't grease this man back fourths and fifths. Come on. Uh, hey, Mike, so I made this trade. A, we just had a podcast a couple of weeks ago on uh, Campus Canton talking about how enforcing fists might not be so bad, man. Sure. We're no, I, another I, Puka Nakua or two? I'm not saying they have no value, but we're talking about a hurt quarterback and a healthy elite quarterback here. Come on. Um, so here's the trade. Uh, if you remember, I had – this is a three-quarterback league in the shit auction redux. I had a good team. And, Mike, I had an injured Matt Stafford already. And I yeah. was like – this guy doesn't do anything for me, frankly. But, like, this is like a Watson on steroids as far as it, he doesn't buy you shit when he's hurt, right? Right. So I was kind of sitting on him like, what can I do? But then all of a sudden, Matt, uh, Jalen Hurts, Mike, gets hurt going into the game, and I'm playing you. I'm not just playing anybody. I'm playing you. Listen, I'll tell you one thing. You talk about how someone just wants Joe Burrow. I don't care who's on my roster. I have to win this game, all right? Uh, so I made a trade for Jalen Hurts. Matt Stafford in a 23 third. And in return, I got Dak as the primary hurt swap, which felt like a pretty good teardown. But I also got uh, Daniel Jones, Nick Foles, who was starting at the time, Chuba Hubbard, and Raheed Shahid. So, you know, I get basically, I had to, if you, if you think about the trade, I had to tear down from Hurts to Dak. 
like that hurt. I mean, you don't ever want to do that, but I'm, I also have to stay alive. Stafford and dimes. I felt like was a win for the dime side. Um, the third for Foles, like I'm probably overpaying, but I need a body. And then just here, can you throw in Shoba Hubbard and Rashid Shahid? Done. All right, we'll do it. Let's go. And you make that trade and you know you're losing Hurts, but I'm trying to win, man. And Dak actually has been found money this year. He started really slow, but he's been good this year. So he's Dime, Dimes has not been. Dimes got hurt again. So now I have another dead quarterback with no value to try to move later. But it's a carousel, man. You do it again, you know. But, Mike, if I would have stayed with Stafford and, and, and Hurts, if I would have been stubborn and said, no, I want Jalen Hurts on my team, I don't make that trade, Mike. I, I get blasted by you in that game. Because you, you can start three quarterbacks. I, I, all three quarterbacks added were in yeah. that trade, right? Like, that's – you don't get that done without the, the trade deadline off. And what happens right after you beat me? What was that? We make a deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. Dead. I'm another dead team. Adam. Yep. You want All right, Adam. Murray? Let me get that third. Listen, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You beat me. I hate you. But we got. Oh, but life moves on. Let's make a deal. Life moves on. Show goes on. Yep, the show <laughs> goes on, man. So I I think I would just say uh, a lot that we kind of went through in this podcast. I'm sure it's over an hour yet. Yeah, time flies when you have a fun hour 20. Um, but highlighting points again because this was unplanned. We just kind of went off the cuff. This is complete like, uh, you know. Off the, hip, like off the hip, off the hip episode. Ninety-five percent of the shit that we do, it's just <laughs> at least. Here we go. It, I mean, it is. You're not wrong, but a lot of times we'll have like, hey, we're gonna talk about this right before we start. We're gonna discuss like a, a theme. This was a complete nothing. We just go. We just talk and see what happens. Yes. Um, so I wanted to highlight the the points that we didn't plan, but we kind of went through that are very big. I think understanding how much attrition's already happened. And in understanding that one point we haven't really made, but it's in the same regard. Remember, this is now December football. So outside of the, the dome stadiums, you're talking about guys that have played a long season playing in brutal environments where the stakes are getting higher by the week for these teams. Yes. Like, yes, I, I got news for you. You add all that up and you put it into a spelling word. It's attrition. Right, so you that that's factoring in already the injuries that you have um, going into the playoffs, and just think about what can happen. Um, some backup plans for the playoffs, what contingency plans you can make. So that was the first point, and then um, you know holding on to dead assets. Why are we doing that? Why are we holding on to dead assets if you have a very realistic chance to win with the team around you if you make a trade? Um, so that was, I think, the big point number two, and then finally. Uh, Quite a good tangent discussion on the trade deadlines and understanding your league in both scenarios. And if you're not in one that has no trade deadline, just try one, man. Don't, I'm not even saying you got to try a shit league. Just go try one no trade deadline league and see what happens. Yeah, It adds that extra layer of strategy to it. But, you know, you could say the same thing about trade deadlines. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been frantically sending out offers to every single fucking person in the league last night going... Save me. Yeah. <laughs> Save me. Je- the sure. Jesus has gone down. <laughs> L- Mike, gone we, down. we we play – look at our a lot of our leagues. We, we try as much as we can to make as much variance in our leagues as possible other than Superflex. Like, Superflex, non-negotiable. Now we've decided, you know, trade deadline, non-negotiable. That's what we've decided. I'm not saying you have to make the same decision I do. But I do think, just like in our content, if you listen to our content, I, I applaud you if you disagree with me at times. At least just hear what I have to say and think about it. 
And if you decide, hey, Adam, you're a freaking idiot, that's fine. You have your own have your own decision. I, I'm cool with that. Just just try it. You know what's gonna happen? Yeah. What's gonna happen if you What's gonna happen if you made one of these? What, what's the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing that can happen is this: the worst fear that you have of all time. All these trades go through in the playoffs, and you lose because of it. All right, you lost your buy and get out. That's probably not even gonna happen. That's that's the worst case scenario. Give it a try, man. And the the crazy thing about that too, like I always you hear those uh, those nightmare stories, right? Like I don't want somebody just to buy a championship plane against me. Right. You have the same opportunity. <laughs> that's that that's that's the point that is missed though. Like Mike, what's what's the what's the only certainty that we know about all these different leagues is that I have the opportunity every week to still make the strategy move based on that league. I think one of the yes. best things that we do in this show, not to pat ourselves on the back, one of the things I think we do different than the space is we d- we try to go through every lens possible. We talk about every single nook and cranny. We try to investigate what are the edges in a different league. That's what you should be doing in all your leagues. If you don't have a trade deadline, you don't have that edge. So you make all the trades you need to right now. You prepare yourself for it without it. But if the deadline's off, Every chance they have to buy something, so do you. You just got to be the one that gets the buy first or the, the better deal. So when Adam made that trade playing against me, I had the opportunity to counter. But I also looked at it and went, I think I still got him. <laughs> yes. I didn't. Right. I, didn't. I mean, so, well, I'm going to get mad at Mike, Adam. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? You know what's the wildest part is you would have been correct had again. It wasn't even that trade if you don't add in the Trenton Irwin ad. Remember? Because it was the waiver to rate network. That that's if you want to beat Mike, you gotta go to that length. You gotta make a crazy trade and get the waiver wire pickup of the week. So you can find that waiver gem, man. I couldn't believe that too. He he had he had a a ridiculous game for being completely free, essentially. Like that was ridiculous. I can also envision us facing off in the championship and uh just kind of the way we think. We're gonna keep trying to one eat one up each other on these fucking trades, like these no trade deadline ones. And it's going to be a joy for everybody else in that league because it's going to be a matter of which one of us gets more uncomfortable first with just throwing oh, no. away dynasty value <laughs> for don't, championship don't, don't, glory. Don't get it twisted. I mean, I, Mike, when 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 I make a good deal, we'll talk about it. But please believe everything I can give you it's in context primarily comes from our big L's. I, I have a couple dumpster fire rebuilds that are not – by choice. Most of my rebuilds are by choice from the beginning. But I have a couple, Mike, that right now, like, I look at it and I'm like, man. It's one of those leagues, like, you open up. It's, you're like, man, like, I know I got a lot of work to do here. And I put myself in this hole. So I'm going to get it out. But when you, there's, to the point of the de- the deadline thing, you can absolutely make a trade that does not go your way there. I mean, imagine you make a trade like that, Mike, and one of those quarterbacks gets hurt before the game, like, right away in the game. Remember if you right. if you remember back to the fantasy football playoffs, I believe it was the championship or semis several years ago. I remember this vividly. Thomas Rawls was one of the hottest pickups at running back position, and yes. he got hurt like as soon as the game started. Like he started, got like two or three carries, and got hurt. Yep. You put him in your lineup, and it's over. You don't play in best ball back then, right? So it's right. Like that could cost you. I mean, if you made a trade like that in one of these things, you you throw away the dynasty value and you don't win. Yeah, it could totally it could totally come back to haunt you just as easily. Or, or was it uh, was it three years ago or four years ago? Uh, you remember championship week? So this would have been uh, week sixteen. It was okay. before we had eighteen games. Yeah, before seventeen. Yeah. On Christmas, 
Alvin Kamara. I could have done everything right. Oh, if I played against Alvin Kamara that week. You got Kamara. You either you either had him or didn't. You know can I tell you the worst part? I, you know what I remember that game as? So I was in a, uh, I had a great team, and I got beat the week before by one of those, like, you're talking the margins are crazy. It came down to the game before. I forget exactly how, but I lost by, like, 0.1 or something, 0.15. Right. I, I beat I beat everybody the next week. I'm in third place game, right, with Kamara going for 50. Like, I, this is fucking stupid. Why? I, I don't – I'm in third place game. I would have beat everybody else by, you know, 60 points that week, but I lost. So I got third. Just quickly before we bounce out of this thing, Adam, too, I remember vividly uh, being in a dynasty league in the championship. Okay. The other guys got Alvin Kamara. I just go, fuck, this is over. Uh, if you remember, the Bills played on Monday night, and Stefan Diggs also went off. I had Stefan Diggs, and he got me within like a fucking cunt hair. Oh, just, that's all. <laughs> that's actually the worst case scenario. He He right. made you believe enough. <clears throat> To just kind of take it from without you, yeah. The 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 one, um, I mean, there's there's similar ones. Uh, the Kamara one by one person. It was 2021, I believe, though, right? So yeah, 2021, Mike. Um, was it 21 or 22? I think it was 21. I, the championship game, Burrow and um, Chase went essentially. Yes. If you played that stack, it was done before the games, the four o'clocks were over. Yeah. I I was in a good uh, a good championship game that was expected to be a. You know, close game, and I I had no reason to watch football for the rest of the day because he beat me at two thirty. You know, <laughs> and I I had like I think I had like six of my players on four o'clock games. Yeah, so the uh, the twenty twenty one season would have been the uh, the Burrow blow up. That's what yeah the, the Burrow, Burrow Chase, Chase stack was ridiculous. 2020, was, 2020 was the Camara Stefan Diggs dueling because Stefan Diggs just PPR points. Yeah. Went for forty one point five on Monday night. You know, did, like, didn't Kamara ah. go for like fifty though? Didn't he have like yeah, almost broke the rushing touchdown record? Six, yeah, yeah he, he did. Six, he had six six tutties. Yeah, he was wearing them shoes, man. The Christmas shoes. He remember them green things. Green. green it was green and red on each foot. It was amazing. Alvin, if you could bring them back <laughs> for a fancy championship. Hey, he's trying not so to go away for us. He's been he's been pretty damn good this year. But yeah, anyway, so Alvin Kamara. That, that's the other thing. <laughs> Perfect. That that's the other thing about like I guess uh, yeah, uh, he scored uh, he scored fifty six. <laughs> yeah, to put to put a bow on this though, there fantasy football. One of the things that makes it so awesome is there's there's enough variance to where, like, okay, it, if someone has enough strategy to beat you off of a trade, there, good. Like that's good on them. You should be able to do the same thing. Like how much variance is in these games anyway? Not that Kamara was a bad asset, but him scoring fifty six points in the game that's the most meaningful is not anyone's fault at all. Like, what It didn't matter. You could be the biggest Alvin Kamara believer. That is just benefiting you because he's on your team or he's killing you because he's not on your team. Like, that's yeah. not, that's that's not, that has nothing to do with anything. That's just random, you know? Like, there's enough randomness already. So, let let the chaos come out, man. Let the let chaos go, in. Man. Let it go. You know, like uh, some of these deals uh, too, it just, uh, it's just how variance and how stuff works out uh, right at him. Like, one of the ones we've had pinned that was a horrible, you know, you were drunk and uh, it was a terrible deal, yada, 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 right? <laughs> like, remember when you sent me Ayuk, Judy, Rondell Moore, you bought Kyle Pitts when yep. he was at, like, his peak? Yep. You are like, man, that was a terrible deal. Uh, look at it now. It's basically Ayuk for Pitts. 
right. and you got a third in 2023. Who knows, knows what that could have been? That league got nuked, so no one cares. <laughs> right. Well, the funny part about it, though, was like, I remember after making it, I got roasted, and then, um, you know, it was it was enough before the season started. Uh, so the, the season started, and that I think if I remember right, that was like Pitts' unbelievable season too, right? Yeah. It was right so, after his rookie year. It went from like I was roasted to like oh, Ayuk was playing okay, but like Ronda Moore didn't do much, and then like all of a sudden like hey, who's laughing now? But again, you go back another another year after that, and it's like okay, well, so this trade essentially was a was a was a was a squash. Like, yeah, we make all that stink over what? Like this this is just a it's a decent trade at best, you know. And think about this too, Ed. It just I had to go look that one up because I we I keep ship pinned and atomized dms on discord just, just for oh. just to go back and look right That's for so for ball busting purposes for yeah, you yeah. know all of it uh june 13th 2021 adam's doing a startup he asked in there am i crazy to pass on the visca visca oh i remember this one vividly <laughs> they were daniel all they were both jones. dog shit <laughs> take daniel jones or miles gasket and I pinned it because I was like, you're nuts. How you pass it on the Visca Schnell? I remember so. he said, you don't deserve Visca. <laughs> you don't deserve <laughs> You don't. You're too good. You're too good of a friend. <laughs> I should have never. <laughs> I should have never done that to you. All I, all, that, was, that was all I needed to say, Mike, we're not doing a podcast ever again together. <laughs> but here we are, you know. <laughs> Take LaVisca Chanel. No. <laughs> He's terrible. But can I tell you the worst part? You know who I took? Who'd you take? Gaskin? Yeah, he's ass. Miles too. Gaskin. <laughs> so guess Miles what? Ass. We all lost. We we, we had the, lost. the we had the answer right in front of us. It was Danny Dimes. And we took the wrong sides both times. So That's fucking fantastic. <laughs> oh man. What a good episode. I really do. Like just uh just coming off the top here. Just off the dome here. I like where it went. We talked about a lot of stuff, but championship week, it's coming up. We got the one final regular season game before the playoffs. Yeah, man. Go. Let's go. Go sharpen up. Whether your deadline's off, on, you don't have one. This is the time. This is the time. You you got to do everything you can to sharpen your team up in whatever those capacities are, man. So go make it happen. Go make it happen. Go send out offers. Go, you know, figure out what the what the waiver picks up. Make sure you should have already been doing this. But if you haven't been. This is as crucial of a time as ever to be listening to Eric's Waiver Wire podcast. Yes. <laughs> and on that note, I wasn't planning to plug, but we're going to go ahead and plug. If you haven't tried the Warp Tool, another thing to try for a month. $6.90. If you're in one league, it's worth the investment. You're in multiple leagues. Better go do it. We find stuff on there all the time, right? We're on a Cody and Maddie show on Sunday night, just uh, watching the Sunday night football. We got a nice Jordan Love discussion because that some bitch was dealing. So, yeah, hey, let's go look at War for the last five weeks. Where's Jordan Love at? Kalen. Hmm. Kalen. Hmm. <laughs> Contenders, pay attention. Jordan and Love. do do yourself a favor. Tell them about the podcast. Just try not to let them get the warp tool. All right. All your league mates. <laughs> You tell them after the championship. <laughs> like, you're going to need this for next year. I love it, man. So, do all those things. And just remember, when your league mates are playing chess, play 40 chess. We appreciate y'all. Good luck to y'all this week if you need to get into the playoffs, unless you're uh, fighting me for a spot, then 
I hope you lose horribly. <laughs> That's it. We'll see you back here at the same time, next place. Uh, same time, same place. Jesus. Or the next place. Peace. Or the next place. <laughs> <laughs>